This is Dreamwalker 1960. As a reminder, you can read the transcripts of all my podcasts at dreamwalker1960.com. You can use most podcast platforms if you wish to listen. All you need to do is do a search for Dreamwalker 1960. One of my greatest sorrows is having someone reject the truth just because another human shows them the truth and they decide to reject the Word of God even the words of Jesus Christ himself. One of the greatest false teachings that is going around is that all that is needed is God's grace. And that is all that is required. They say this is the new covenant. The core of the new covenant is found in Luke chapter 16. Once again, Luke 16, 16. The law and the prophets was until John. Since that time, the kingdom of God has been preached and everyone is pressed into it. Here, there is a problem. Because those that use this verse and then accuse those that show the error of their ways of not using the Bible in context. So let's look at this in context. Christ has just given a parable about caring for the money and property which belongs to someone else. As we actually study this parable, the master is God and the money and property is his as well. The core of this message is we are not to keep our wealth unto ourselves, but to use it for God since it is truly his money and property that we are given stewardship over. This leads to this being said by Jesus. Luke 16:13 No one can serve two masters for you will hate the one and love the other or else you will be loyal to the one and despise the other you cannot serve God and money which leads to the actions of the Pharisees and Christ's response Luke 16:14 through 17 Now the Pharisees who were lovers of money also heard all these things and they derided him and he said to them, You are those who justify yourselves before men, but God knows your heart. For what is highly esteemed among men is an abomination in the sight of God. The laws and the prophets were until John. Since that time, the kingdom of God has been preached and everyone is pressed into it. And it is easier for heaven and earth to pass away than for one tittle of the law to fail. Let's look deeper into parts of this. Everyone is pressed into it. Press or presseth is to force, to crowd oneself into, come forward violently. What this is saying is that all have now been forced into the law that was originally only for the Jewish people. This is made very clear in the next verse. And it is easier for heaven and earth to pass away than for one tittle of the law to fail. 
This is saying that the laws have been given to all humanity and they must follow them as well. This new covenant is for all and all are required to follow these laws which were not taken away by the death and resurrection of our Savior Jesus Christ. These laws are governed by these verses. Matthew 22, 37-40 Jesus said to him, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. This is the first and great commandment. And the second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. On these two commandments hang all the laws and the prophets. Yet millions misquote Luke 16, 16. Take it out of context, because they don't understand all the words within it, or more accurately, deny the truth so it would allow them to sin freely, believing they were one with God through their faith in grace, all the while denying what we are taught in the book of James, James 2, 14 through 26. What does it profit, my brethren, if someone says he has faith but does not have works? Can faith save him? If a brother or sister is naked and destitute of daily food, and one of you says to them, Depart in peace, be warm and filled, but you do not give them the things which are needed for the body, what does it profit? Thus also, faith by itself, if it does not have works, is dead. But someone will say, you have faith and I have works. Show me your faith without works, and I will show you my faith by my works. You believe that there is one God. You do well. Even the demons believe and tremble. Do you not want to know, O foolish man, that faith without works is dead? Was not Abraham our father justified by works when he offered Isaac his son on the altar? Do you see that faith was working together with his works, and by works faith was made perfect? And the scripture was fulfilled which says, Abraham believed God, and it was accountable to him for righteousness, and he was called the friend of God. You see that a man is justified by works, and not by faith only. Likewise, was not Rahab the harlot also justified by works when she received the messengers and sent them out another way? For the body without the spirit is dead, so faith without works is dead also. What this means is that once we receive God's grace by accepting Christ as our Savior, we are required to take an active role in our part of our salvation. This is shown in John 15, verses 1 through 10. I am the true vine, and my Father is the vine dresser. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit he takes away, and every branch that bears fruit he prunes, that it may bear more fruit. You are already clean because of the word which I have spoken to you. Abide in me and I in you, as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself unless it abide in the vine, neither can you unless you abide in me. 
I am the vine, you are the branches. He who abides in me and I in him bears much fruit, for without me you can do nothing. If anyone does not abide in me, he is cast out as a branch and is withered, and they gather them and throw them into the fire, and they are burned. If you abide in me, and my word abides in you, you will ask what you desire, and it shall be done for you. By this my Father is glorified, that you bear much fruit, so you will be my disciples. As the Father loved me, I also have loved you. Abide in my love. If you keep my commandments, you will abide in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commandments and abide in his love. However, many would rather attack and belittle those speaking the truth rather than accept what the Bible teaches. They get angry and cause conflict because what is being said means they have been wrong. They don't want to accept the trap they have made for themselves. A trap much like a bear trap, but instead of entrapping their leg, it has ensnared their very soul. Their anger against those speaking the truth is like they are biting and tearing at their own limb that is stuck in the trap, tearing at it to free themselves from the steel jaws trapping them. What is worse is their emotional response is verification that what they have accepted is a lie that is truly leading them to damnation instead of toward the salvation they imagine they were headed towards. Here are the verses giving this validation. Galatians 5, 19-21 Now the works of the flesh are evident, which are adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lewdness, idolatry, sorcery, hatred, contentions, jealousies, outbursts of wrath, selfish ambition, dissensions, heresies, envy, murders, drunkenness, revelry, and the like, of which I tell you beforehand, just as I also told you in times past, that those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. They show hatred for those that tell them the truth. They respond in an outburst of wrath. They cause contention between others that are seeking the truth, making it nearly impossible for people to communicate as equals. Each of these actions is a bite and a tear into their legs that are caught in the trap of damnation. Instead of on the journey to salvation they thought they were upon. They must study the Bible, not read it, study it. They must accept the truth. First, salvation can be lost. Second, that they are not the center of the universe. God is. They must surrender to God and make Him the center of their life. They must follow the teachings of Jesus Christ when it comes to discipleship. They must truly count the cost and pay the price required. Luke 14, 26-33 If anyone comes to me and does not hate his father and mother, wife and child, brothers and sisters, yes, and his own life also, he cannot be my disciple. And whosoever does not bear his cross and come after me cannot be my disciple. 
for which of you intending to build a tower does not sit down first and count the cost, whether he has enough to finish it, lest after he has laid the foundation and is not able to finish, all who see it begin to mock him, saying, This man began to build and one that was not able to finish. Or what king going to make war against another king does not sit down first and consider whether he is able with 10,000 to meet him who comes against him with 20,000. Or else, while the other is still a great way off, he sends a delegation and asks conditions for peace. So likewise, whoever of you does not forsake all that he has cannot be my disciple. So likewise, whosoever of you does not forsake all that he has cannot be my disciple. What is all they have? Matthew six nineteen through 21 Do not lay up for yourselves treasures on earth, where moths and rust destroy, and where thieves break in and steal. But lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where neither moths nor rust destroy, and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. They must surrender what the world offers. 1 John 2, 15-17 Do not love this world, nor the things it offers you. For when you love the world, you do not have the love of the Father in you. For the world offers only a craving of physical pleasure, a craving for everything we see, and pride in our achievements and possessions. These are not from the Father, but are from this world. And the world is fading away along with everything that people crave. But anyone who does what pleases God will live forever. James 3, 13-17 Who is wise and understands among you? Let him show by good conduct that his works are done in the meekness of wisdom. But if you have bitter envy and self-seeking in your hearts, do not boast and lie against the truth. This wisdom does not descend from above, but is earthly, sensual, demonic. For wherever envy and self-seeking exist, confusion and every evil thing are. But the wisdom that is from above is first pure, then peaceable, gentle, willing to yield, full of mercy and good fruits, without partiality and without hypocrisy. I pray they will awaken. I pray they will come to hear the real and complete truth sooner rather than later, for time is running out. Christ is soon to return, so many will be left behind. I know this already, but I don't want to accept this. I must try to help. I must try to awaken them to the true word of God. Accepting that salvation can be lost, I don't wish any to have their names removed from the book of life. I know that the first rapture will be small. I know that the next will be in the billions. It is still sad that they must suffer in the tribulation, but that is their choice, as it should be, all due to free will. God bless. Make it count, leave a mark, build a name for yourself. 
Dreamy dreams chase your heart above all else. Make a name the world remembers. But all an empty world can sell is empty dreams. I got lost in the light, but it was up to me to make a name the world remembers. But Jesus is the only name to remember. Jesus.